Welcome to Triad All-Stars. Where are they now? Hosted by Ryan Smith. Hello and welcome back to another episode here on Triad All-Stars. My name is Ryan and uh, joining me today is the current Glenn High School football coach, another part of our series of Glenn athletes and coaches um, here on Triad All-Stars. He is Coach Stevenson. Coach, how are you? I'm great, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. It's so great to have you on. Um, let's just start with the basics. You're a High Point native. I've been playing football since the age of eight. Tell us about how football came into your life and how you grew up, grew up with it. Well, I mean, at a young age, I, I my dad was a, a, a little league coach. Uh, I had a hammer on. I could actually feel the hammer by the age of three or four years old. That's how big my head was. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I, I just been around it. I've been around it since a young age. Um, start playing when I was eight years old. I actually played quarterback until I got to um, middle school. Uh, in middle school, you can only play one side of the ball. And I, I chose rather I chose to hit rather than to be hit. So um, I went from linebacker to safety. Uh, in high in high school, I played safety. And then played high school uh, in college, I played safety until my senior year. Gained a little weight and moved down to linebacker my senior yeah. year. So uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But needless to say, football has been a part of my life uh, since a young age. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, family being an important part of your life. Dad was your little league coach. Uh, you attended uh, High Point Central High School, uh, where you played three sports. You played football. Uh, for three years, basketball for four years, and track uh, as well for two years. Um, talk about being a multi-sport athlete uh, when you were in high school and just what did doing the different sports throughout the different seasons teach you um, from a standpoint of being able to balance schoolwork, the sports, and and just being uh, all well-round athlete, I should say. Well, well, for, I mean, schoolwork came easy for to me for, for whatever reason. School was easy. Uh, so, so I maintained A's and B's throughout. Uh, throughout high school. Uh, actually, I mean, sports, I, I feel like sports, sports saved my life from the streets. Um, and and I, I had some great coaches in high school uh, and, and had a, had a great mom and, and grandma that, that, that prayed for me all the time. But me being at high point central all the time from one sport to the next, I, I really, I really, I really believe say, uh, saved me from the streets or saved my life or however you want to put it. Um, and, and then I, I had a I had a competitive spirit, so I always wanted to be involved in something which either I was winning or or, or being beat or whatever you want to put it. So um, that that just that motivated me uh, beyond measure. Just being able to play sports and, and compete with friends that I've grown up with and all that stuff. So um, just being able to play sports was I mean it, it was never going to be a season in which I didn't do anything. Yeah, and, and then once you graduate, um, you go High Point Central. You then go on uh, to college. You are a four-year starter at Elon University. Uh, you played free safety. Talk about Elon. Why? Why? Why would you go there? Uh, a few reasons. Um, just growing up uh, in the neighborhood that I grew up in, um, always been around uh, my people per se. Um, I needed a, a different environment because I knew that wasn't the real world. Um, I had opportunities to go to HBCUs and things like that, but I felt for myself I needed to go um, to uh, a different type of environment uh, just just for the betterment of myself. Um, so I chose Elon for that reason. And then, uh, and then it was close to home as well. I was only 35, 40 minutes from um, 
from the house. And I mean, I'm a mama's boy and I always grew up around my mom. So I was just one of those things in which if she needed me or if I needed her, right. uh, I was a phone call or, or a quick drive away. So um, though all those things played a part. And then Elon just been a great university. Uh, and, and, and it's, it's academic, uh, merit was, was second to none. So, uh, it was one of those things that I, I felt like I was getting, I was getting all I needed from, from one spot. Yeah. Uh, certainly a no brainer. Uh, um, I have to admit, uh, mama's boy as well. So <laughs> full, full credit on that too. Um, talk about a transition now into coaching. Uh, where did that, uh, get bug gets, uh, scratched and where kind of did that come about? Well, coming, going into my senior year, uh, at Elon, I, I came back and visited my high school and, and, and my coach, uh, coach Gary Whitman was the head football coach, but the guy that coached me was, was Rick Larry. Um, uh, he was the defensive coordinator, and then he was also the basketball coach as well. He just put that bug in my ear, and when he when he said something to when he asked me about coaching after high school, I was like, no way. <laughs> just thinking back on the type of kids I grew up around and and, and the different things kids uh, – kid, the different ways kids act and things like that. I was like, no way. I don't think I had the temperament to deal with uh, – teenagers um at, at that point in time so at that point in time I was like no way uh but after my senior year um I, I assisted uh, the Elon program in the spring uh and then I just felt like it was just one of those things in which I just wanted to do um as a junior in high school we we lost in the state championship game so I still had that itch of just trying to um trying to get back to that to that pedestal and then actually just winning it this time so that that's one of those marks that i'm still trying to i'm still trying to obtain and uh, it was just one of those things in which i mean i just felt like um i needed the kids along with the kids needing me so um i just i just rolled with it and I, i've been at glenn ever since since i graduated uh college and uh, since this episode is specifically uh, about Glenn, you, uh, as you said, you came to Glenn in 2002. Dickie Klein was the head coach then. Uh, and then you were a head coach in 2014, your first year, and obviously have been uh, the head coach ever since. Why uh, Glenn High School? Talk about um, transitioning over to Glenn specifically and why you've been here all these years. Oh, uh, you, know, you know what? It's, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a guy of faith uh, coming out of college. I had a few offers and a few places I could go. And, was, and I, one of those things I sat down with my mom and talked to her about, uh, and, and she said, she said, Glenn is the place for you. Why she said that, I don't know. Um, and Coach Norwood, who's an Elon guy as well, that, that coached at Ragsdale, um, he, he knew that uh, Coach Klein was looking for a coach, a DB coach, um, and, and he connected us. And uh, I, I've been there ever since, but – I went to Glenn because my mom said she felt like Glenn was the place for me. Um, and and, and it's, it's one of those things in which, uh, of course, I trusted her word. And, um, yeah, it, I feel like it's just it all worked out. Um, and, and here I am today. What, 21 years later, I'm still in the same place. So, uh, yeah, that that's how that's how it came about. I was at a Elon hosted a coach's clinic. Um, my senior year, I went to it. Coach Norwood was there. Uh, I told him my coach DBs. He connected. He connected me and Coach Klein. Uh, Adolphus Copeland was the principal at that time, who's also a, a my frat brother. Um, and and everything connected. All the dots connected. 
uh, Brian Brody was at was at um, Glenn at the time, who played at Elon as well. Um, so so he was like my mentor coming in. We 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 taught in the same department. Um, yeah, and like I said, everything worked out along with my mom just giving that reassurance uh, that that Glenn was was the place for me. So I just roll I just roll with it. Yeah, and we'll have to have you back on uh, closer uh, to football season in the fall again uh, to talk about 2023. Um, 2022, three and seven overall, not uh, the best year uh, by means, but um, transitioning uh, from that specifically, um, do you have a coaching style? Do you think players who have played for you or are currently playing for you, what would they say your coaching style is? Um, a no-nonsense guy, uh, a blue-collar guy, uh, just one of those things in which – Guys got to bring got to bring their lunch pail every week. Um, I'm a no fear guy. Uh, if, if if you're if you're afraid of contact and things like that, you can't you can't play for me. Um, this this past year, 2022 was a definitely a, a humbling uh, year of second losing season. Uh, we went five and six my first year. Um, so it was just one of those things in which we 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 progressively got better year after year, and and this year we had a little a little slide, and it was just one of those things in which um, I feel like I got away from the little things that had had gotten us to the point that we were at, uh, and, and it, it humbled me in, in in a lot of different ways. Of course, after year one is when I learned the most, but uh, definitely this past year uh, will, will be second as far as the the most I've learned since. Uh, since been since I've been head coach. Um, what what are uh, a couple of things you said you learned? What, um, can you give us a few of those nuggets? What did you oh, learn? just just getting back to the little things. The, the the little things matter. You you can't you you can't get away from the everydays. Um, though the the little things um is what make the big things happen. So and and that's the foundation. Um, I I, I got a, I think I got, um a little spoiled in the, in the fact that I've had guys in the program that had grew up in the program and um, understood what I needed or what I wanted, uh, what I expected. Uh, and then having a younger group, uh, just one of those things in which I, I thought that they knew and that that wasn't the case. And, it's, it's, and even if they know, it's one of those things that you need to reiterate uh, every chance you get to, to younger guys. Um, and, and I got away, I got away from that. I got away from that a little bit. I was more concerned with winning uh, than I was with uh, the standard. And as you can see, that that didn't work out. So the standard is the standard. Uh, I can't veer away from that. And I feel like once I get back to that, and we will this this upcoming year, uh, we'll we'll be a better football team. We will be a better football team going forward. Awesome. Uh, Great answer to coach. uh, The Steelers coach, Mike Tolling, standard is the standard uh, for sure. Um, Absolutely. Last few questions here um, with Coach Stevenson. Coach, when um, people, uh, it's now the off season. Uh, where can we find you uh, when you're not on the football field? What are some hobbies that you like to do? Oh, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm with, I'm with my family, I'm with my son. I mean, he'll, he'll be a, he'll be a freshman next year. Um, so, um, and my, 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 my baby girl is a senior this year. So it's one of those things in which uh, they've given. They've come second to football a lot. Um, so during during the spring, I try to – you can never get time back, but I try to give as much time as I can to them uh, just because uh, they, they've been so selfless and allowed me to coach this, uh, coach this great game of football 
um, and, and spending so much time away from them. And, and, and my wife does a good job of just um, taking the bull by the horns and, and getting kids from getting our kids from point A to point B and, and, and all that stuff. So uh, I'm not taking that for granted. And, and the time that I get a chance to, to spend with them, uh, I'm definitely doing that. And last one from me, Coach. Um, where can our listeners find you on social media? Where can they follow yourself, Glenn Football, uh, if they want to connect uh, this season uh, and beyond? So on Facebook, it's Bobcat Pride. Um, on Twitter, it's uh, Coach Stevenson6. Um, yeah, you can follow me on there. I'm just excited about uh, what 2023. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even know until it's 2023 already. Um, <laughs> yeah. But excited about uh, the upcoming year, man. And uh, the guys are working hard. Um, and it's just one of those things in which we, we can't wait to get back on the field in August. So uh, go Bobcats. <laughs> That's a great place to end it. Well, uh, as I said at the top, Coach Antoine Stevenson, uh, he is the head football coach at Glenn High School, has been my guest today here on Triad All-Stars, part of our new series featuring Glenn High School players and coaches or former athletes and coaches from Glenn High School. So, Coach Stevenson, all the best uh, this upcoming 2023 season uh, next uh, fall, and good luck these uh, off-season summer workouts, getting the team ready for next year. And thank you for being a guest today here on Triad All Stars. I appreciate you, Ryan, and I appreciate what you're doing, man. We, we've had we've had some great some great athletes, some great kids, uh, student athletes to come through Glenn. Uh, uh, a lot of people are unaware of had some great students come through Glenn as well, and I, I've been I've been blessed and fortunate enough to to just be a fly on the wall and see these kids um, go from these little um, little ninth graders not knowing their way to to where they are where they are right now. So I've uh, been blessed to be a part of uh, Bobcat, just the Bobcat tradition altogether. Welcome to Triad All-Stars. Where are they now? Hosted by Ryan Smith. Hello and welcome back to Triad All-Stars. My name is Ryan Smith and joining me today is the current offensive line coach at the University of Cincinnati. He is a former Glenn High School football standout. He is coach Nick Cardwell. Nick, how are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Ryan? I'm doing well. Uh, So great to have you on. Uh, Coach Talk about um, first, just your background, how you got into uh, sports, particularly football, and uh, growing up. Uh, well, I started playing uh, flag football at an early age uh, with the Kernersville Raiders. Uh, they're a local pop Warner team, um, and then kind of got out of it a little bit, and then started back um, at Glen High School. Uh, played for Dicky Klein; uh, he was the uh, head football coach, and um, just enjoyed it, loved it. Um, you know, we, we had a, a fair bit of success uh, my senior year, uh, made it uh, to the playoffs. I want to say that a second or third round um, of the playoffs and uh, was looking for an opportunity to play at the next level and yeah. decided to walk on um, at Appalachian State University. Yeah. And so talk about um, your time at Appalachian State, as you mentioned, Glenn, high school football player, uh, and then went to Appalachian State. Uh, you've had actually three different stints at your alma mater, but we'll, we'll uh, go into that in a little bit. But uh, talk about your time as a player first at App State and, and why you chose there. 
Um, well, really, uh, they're one of the few that, that showed uh, some interest um, in me as a player. Not a, I mean, I didn't feel like I was a, a tremendous athlete uh, growing up. I just loved the game. And so um, played there, gosh, I want to say 03 uh, to 2007, walked on, um, and then um, really just had to work my way uh, through the program. Um, was kind of a, an unknown guy. You know, as, as a walk-on, you're not a scholarship athlete, so they don't always see you as, you know, as a, you know, as good of a player as the rest of them. Yeah. Um, but after one year, I was able to earn a scholarship. Um, and then by my senior year, um, became one of the captains of the team. Um, in 2005, and six and seven, we were able to win three national championships. Um, I would say, you know, I'd like to tell you that I had a huge part in that, but you know, I was just another guy on the team. We've had some tremendous athletes on the team, um, and I was more the, the blocking tight end at the time. Yeah. Uh, but by the end of uh, my senior year, I was uh, voted one of the captains, and at the end of the year, uh, voted by the team as uh, MVP. And um, and it wasn't because I had a bunch of, of stats or, or accolades. I think uh, more so just uh, trying to do things with, with leadership and trying to do things with, with character and integrity. Absolutely. Um, and as you mentioned, yes, you were a tight end at uh, Appalachian State, three FCS national championship teams from 2003 to 2007. Um, and just fun fact for our listeners here, four of your nine career receptions did go for touchdowns, including three of those in the FCS playoffs. So uh, well-rounded uh, for you there, sir, as a tight end. Uh, and then graduated with a bachelor's degree in criminal justice in 2008. Um, and then going on, uh, now, uh, we obviously see you into the college football coaching realm. Uh, just a little bit of background for uh, our listeners uh, here. So you worked um, as a uh, two seasons at the offensive line coach, recruiting coordinator at uh, North Greenville University, 2015-2016. Uh, you coached tight ends at Appalachian State back in 2008, returning there as an assistant director of strength and conditioning in 2011. Um, tight ends in 2012. Uh, and then a graduate assistant from 2013-2014 um, with App State as well. Uh, and then finally, uh, you were at University of um, Louisville in 2019 in January. And, and now, most recently, you are currently at the University of Cincinnati, where you are the offensive line coach. Uh, specifically, that is your uh, newest title as of right now. And um, talk about just the journey, and I'll just kind of generalize this question. Talk about the journey as a college football um, coach and uh, position coach uh, you are specifically, and um, just uh, the grind that entails and just kind of the day-to-day uh, and just give us kind of a um, a fly on the wall <laughs> being a college position coach. Um, I'd say it's, <clears throat> it's a very tough profession uh, for anybody to be in. I mean, as you go through um, kind of the stops that I've had, I mean, you, you hear, you know, I coached at App State in 2008. Uh, then nine, I went to the private sector and just worked some odd jobs and then worked my way back into it. Um, I'm married and I've got three kids. I've got an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, and a, and a three-year-old. And, yes, college football is hard, um, but it's even tougher on them because I'm not always, you know, around. Uh, and we're, we're constantly moving. I would say in the past, I'd say we've moved six to seven times in the past nine years, um, constantly moving. And it's always been for um, to be with good people or it's been, you know, to be um, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a job that was a little bit more elevated. 
um, maybe a position that was a little bit more elevated. Uh, coach Satterfield is the head coach that I've worked mostly with. Yeah. Um, and the main reason I work for him is because um, of the family atmosphere and the, um, you know, the, the atmosphere that we have in the office that makes it um, easier for us to do our jobs. We're not being micromanaged um, and you're not, you're not working to where you can't see your family at all. But uh, in order to even reach this position, being a graduate assistant uh, for a long time um, or, or a quality control coach for only probably the better part of, of 10 years. Um, and that is not even being a full-time coach. You're doing a lot of the off, off the field work um, and, and behind the scenes stuff. Um, I would say, gosh, most of the time my day um, – it, it depends on, you know, where I'm at in the, in the season, but your day is going to start somewhere around 6 or 7 a.m. Um, on Sundays uh, during, the, uh, during a, a season, on Sundays I get home at midnight. On Monday I get home uh, at 11.30. On Tuesday it's uh, 10.30 or 11. Wednesday night um, we have a coach's uh, Bible study, which is awesome, um, that Coach Satterfield – um, has somebody that comes in and speaks with us. Uh, so I, we'll go to that. And then depends on where we are game planning wise, I may go back to the office or I may come home. Um, and then Thursdays, either date night. So throughout the month, Thursday can be uh, date night with my wife or it's family night with, with my wife and my kids. Or we have the offensive lineman who I coach over to the house um, because they're as much part of my family as, as you know, the, the, my own kids uh, that I have. Fridays, you usually don't have to be in the office till around noon, uh, but you're not getting home till maybe 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And then Saturday's game day, and then Sunday that cycle starts back over. So any given week, I might not see uh, my family till probably Thursday. And so you're talking about doing that since coaching since 2009. Um, in the offseason when you're recruiting, I mean, I'm currently in a, in a hotel room, so you're going to be on the road. Um, you know, throughout the week. So I get to see them on the weekends. Um, but it takes a lot of work. Um, it takes it takes <clears throat> probably a lot of resilience, you know, because there's going to be hard days. There's going to be tough days. Um, but my thing has always been um, I've got to be able to, to, to bring it every single day. Um, these players are dependent on me uh, to bring it every single day, to, to bring that passion, that fire, um, uh, every single day and so but I love what I do so it makes it easy I mean I, I just told you a lot of stuff that's hard I just told you a lot of hours that I have to put in I just told you a lot of sacrifice that I have to take but I but I love it you know and, and my my wife loves um you know being a part of it and uh she's she gets to know these guys as well building relationships but even to get to um you know where I am now uh, in my coaching career um it took a lot of work it took a lot of sacrifice um, by both of us. I think at one point um, I was a GA and we were on uh, food stamps. <laughs> so we were on, we were on WIC. Um, we had just had either our first or second child and we just weren't making a whole lot of money, right. um, you know, and my wife could easily been like, listen, this ain't, this ain't for us, you know, and then, you know, you start having some success, you know, you start getting jobs, um, you know, that, that, that are able to provide a little bit better, but, you know, if you want to know, you know, what it takes to get here, it just takes, you know, a lot of sacrifice and a lot of resilience. Yeah. Um, well said. And I, I think our listeners will really enjoy uh, the back end of 
uh, what makes uh, college football uh, a grind on, on daily basis, uh, kind of what you just said. Um, Coach, this is the offseason. Uh, we can certainly find you uh, recruiting in the offseason, but um, when you're not coaching offensive linemen, um, where can we find you? Uh, you mentioned uh, with your kids during the week specifically, uh, but uh, where where can we find you off the field uh, when, when not coaching? I think – I think there's a lot of guys in this industry that have a great that, that do have some great balance. Um, we got some guys on our staff that, that love to go play golf or, or play some basketball. I'll exercise at least once a day, if not twice a day. Uh, that kind of helps, you know, kind of get away from it. Um, but I, currently, just no real hobbies. <laughs> my hobbies are, you know, my son's eight. You know, he's starting to play. He's starting to wrestle. He does basketball. He'll do football. He'll do all these things, and uh, I love to go to his practices or watch him. My daughter does basketball and gymnastics. I go, you know, to uh, to watch her uh, practices and, and watch the things that she does. And uh, my three-year-olds, you know, I just need to go get him away from my wife for a little bit so she can have some time. So, you know, honestly, I think uh, balance is tough, you know, and I think there are some guys in this industry that have a great at balance. But I would say right now, I mean, nothing else. I, I really, really enjoy what I do. I, and, and I think, um, you know, there was a couple years that I didn't do coaching or I didn't do football and I had a normal nine to five job and I struggled to get there on time. I struggled to be at the office at nine o'clock. Whereas here, if we have a workout for our guys at five thirty in the morning, I'm there at five. Like I'm ready to go because it's something that I'm passionate about. And so um, I would say off the field, if I'm doing anything, I'm probably watching football or preparing. You know, welcome to Triad All-Stars. Uh, Where are they now? Hosted by yeah, Ryan Smith. Uh, great. Hello and welcome back to another episode here on Triad All-Stars. Um, My name is Ryan Smith. And once again, we are joined in our new series by Coach Glenn uh, High School, which is coach or player as part of this new series that we are doing here. And today's guest is a 1992 graduate of Glenn. He played football. He played basketball. Uh, he was the general manager of the Cleveland I, Browns and is currently a senior personnel um, executive for the LA Rams. He is Ray well, Farmer. Really Ray, how are you? Same way. I'm doing well, Ryan. How are you? I am doing well. Me, it's so great wife, to have you on. Um, my first, I'm just going to be honest. Social work. Talk about and, uh, how you got down so to North Carolina. You were born in White Plains, New York. And so, how did you get down to the South? Talk about that first. Families to help. My parents tried to move down to the South in the '70s when I was really, really, really little. Players. You know, didn't work out. We came to Winston-Salem. My parents liked it. Help you, um, help mold you we went back to New York, father, didn't move down for probably another 10 years or I don't know how long it was. But we ended up coming down from the mid to late 80s. Ended up going to middle school at Atkins Middle School before I attended Glen High School two years later. So I don't know. My parents were bent on getting us out of New York, me and my brother, who also attended Glen. But yeah, it was mom and dad. Decided that it was um, time to get out of New York and head no south. I'd be remiss if I didn't say like I played baseball as well at Duke, at, uh, at Glenn, which again probably um, the most success we had so athletically. I, I had athletically was with the baseball team um, winning the state championship in '92. Um, but I do. Uh, yeah, I, do I was actually getting to that. But uh, thank you for getting to that. Uh, yes, state champion in baseball as well in, in 1992. Uh, you were also senior class president. You were a key club member, very involved uh, at Glenn High School, uh, where you played all those sports. Um, you know, when they get married, I know it's been a, a little bit, but you know, what do you miss most their, about Glenn and your time there? Picture, what, um, like these are, you know, these are things, these are moments 
been uh, clearly the people. I think that's how um, you leave a legacy. And I still stay in contact with Dale Limes, who's yeah, the baseball the coach. Yeah, having a bunch of guys. That I saw Dustin. I actually popped in. Uh, we were talking off camera. National championship. Um, that's and I would tell you that really uh, Dustin Dale Limes' son works at Glendale. I don't know. It's been literally probably since the day I graduated that I had actually been back to Glendale when people were in the building, and I stopped in this fall just out of nowhere. You know, and, had uh, ask my guys another good person, style. good man, great man, not even good man, great man. Marty Stanley was there. Um, Mr. Kearns, and, um, uh, my Coach, favorite uh, teacher back in the day, I heard that um, she had passed away. Marlene Scales was an English teacher. Media, uh, I mean, there's people that did enough for me uh, when I was a young man you, and uh, if they didn't wanted, have the uh, best directions or the best plans for where I wanted to go in life. I'm that on Twitter, assisted Coach me and helped Carver. me, and again, um, I think it's you know, adding the friends of the Pablo Smith, Brian Gentry's, um, you know, Instagram, Eddie Oates, the football players, to the baseball players, Coach Jeff Thompson, Kirby uh, King, uh, Ryan um, Jacobs, uh, Jimmy teams, Bradford, God rest uh, his soul, passed away sites, a year or so ago. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all people. People matter. If anybody, exactly, people do matter. Relationships matter, and that's the key in life is just being kind to others and really passing that around. Of, um, um, uh, we'll go into know. the college now. And you so, ended up going to Duke, yeah, where you were a 1996 graduate. Uh, you were all ACC, two out of your four awesome. seasons well, there, um, played free safety. My, uh, I was uh, gonna from ask you about leaving the legacy. Um, As a senior, you led the team in tackles, win in 11, and played in two collegiate all But I think you answered that. That's all well and good. But why Duke? Why did you decide to go there? As a player, well, relational. The little known history fact is I had a bunch of knee surgeries, and that you played with that Glenn. Those knee surgeries. Combined with parents that were, uh, that were well. completely, I don't even know what the right way to describe them. I, I they really were, they were definitely uh, pro education, um, I mean, probably the easiest way to say it. And so uh, to the staff, they enticed there. me. At one point, um, I thought I might like, go to NC State or Clemson or someplace else, um, but they enticed um, me to, to take the challenge on Duke. And so I committed to them slightly earlier in the process. And um, that's one of the, the probably one of the best decisions I ever made. But the um, decision was probably the person I am today. I'll say probably more of my parents at the awesome. time than well. me. Uh, as but I I'm said grateful at the top that, of my that I did conversation today, uh, this has been Coach. Yeah, and, and as a graduate, you played three seasons in the NFL. You were drafted in the fourth round by the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, played there from 1996 uh, to 1998 before good luck. Uh, your career was unfortunately cut short uh, by a knee injury. Circling back, and then you kind of get into the coaching and scouting departments in the NFL, where you are now. So, talk about transitioning from. Appreciate it, Ryan.